Badass. It's Amethyst Mahoney of Spiritual Badass, and I'm so excited to welcome you today to another episode of the podcast. I would love to hear your feedback, comments, questions, or anything that comes up to you from listening. If you'd like to connect with me deeper, be sure to follow the podcast and continue to listen. And also go on over to my page on Facebook, where I share daily insights, commentaries, and downloads from the universe on how to run a multiple six-figure business just by being yourself. It is full of information for ambitious and success-minded entrepreneurs just like you, and you'll be able to connect with other incredible leaders right there on the page. I'll see you on the other side of this podcast, and remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat. My guest here today is Heather Ernest. Hi, Heather. Hi. She lives lives in Chicago, where I just moved from. I've lived in 16 states, and uh, that was my last state. I I was just there, so it's probably still pretty cold there for you. (laughs) It is, yes. (laughs) Heather is a certified women's empowerment and transformational coach based in Chicago. She helps women who are feeling stuck and uninspired transform their lives by healing at the deepest levels so they can experience greater joy and fulfillment. Heather facilitates deep transformation by helping clients get to the root of their limiting beliefs and painful patterns so they can release emotional blocks that are keeping them stuck. She incorporates a variety of methods, including emotional release techniques, meditation and mindfulness practices, inner child and shadow work, embodiment practices, journaling exercises, mindset work, and more. Heather supports women through a variety of challenges, including helping single women heal and attract a healthy partner, assisting women through life transitions, helping women find their purpose, and helping women increase their self-worth and confidence, which is a lot of what we're going to talk about today because of how much that affects your business. Heather's clients experience significant improvements in their relationship with themselves, with others, and with life. And you can find her at heatherernest.com. And of course, we will have all of the links to her stuff around this podcast somewhere. If you are listening to this on an audio station like iTunes or iHeartRadio or SoundCloud, you can jump over and watch the video of this podcast, get the transcript and find out more about Heather and get the direct links to all of her goodies at spiritualbadass.info slash podcast. So welcome today, Heather. I'm so excited that you are here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Yay. So you are part of our official um, launch group of people for this podcast. And I think you were actually the first person I talked to like, hey, let's do this. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. I feel so honored. Thank you. (laughs) I think it's such an important topic when um, you're looking at women entrepreneurs, especially in business, but anybody trying to build a business, the self-confidence and just having the confidence piece of it is such a key component. And I find so many people stop themselves or reach a certain level of success. And then just kind of like, I, I took the last almost two years off. And mm-hmm. part of that was, I think that, you know, I was a little bit burnout and a little bit beat down from anytime I post something, there'll be 80 people who want to private message me and tell me how I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it gets a little old. 
Um, also, I, I figured out a whole new kind of way to do coaching. So I think that's part of taking my time off, but <laughs> <laughs> self-confidence, it's such, it's so huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I find that so many of the women that I work with really struggle with self-doubt and imposter syndrome. Like, who am I to do this? Who am I to say these things? Um, and then also a lot of them will feel like, what about the people, you know, in my life, maybe friends or family or people that they've known from the past, like, are they going to judge me if I say this, or if I put myself out there in a big way? And so a lot of this is, is internally created roadblocks, right. That are preventing you from, um, you know, just really unleashing your full self out into the world and sharing those gifts that you need. And so, um, you know, part of why I really love what I do is because I get to work with women on just digging into those things and like, what's stopping you? Let's talk to that fear. Let's really get in there and, and, and help you just kind of build that safety within yourself and really feel solid in yourself so that you can go out in the world and just let it rip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I think it's so important because there's so many people today who think that digging into it, doing shadow work, addressing the fear, actually being honest that you have fear, right. Is somehow low vibe or, you know, that, that it, it's somehow going to damage and attract negative things to you. That is so, that is so true, right? Like there's a lot out there. I think today that's a bit of like that toxic positivity, right? Where it's just like, oh, like just pretend like you're fearless. You don't have any fear. Like you don't have any doubts. You don't have it. And it's like, that's BS, man. Like we all, we all experience that. So why not just talk about it? And why not just be honest about it? Because, um, you know, the more vulnerable and open and willing we are to share, like that really helps other people too. Cause they're like, oh, I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that experiences this. And you know, the, the only way to, to heal it is to feel it. Like we've got to go through it. The path, the path to healing is, is to go through it. And so, um, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. I think it's, it's, it's powerful to actually do that deep inner work and it can feel heavy and it can feel dark. And, you know, at times you might be like, oh my gosh, like, should I go back to that? Like sunshine and rainbows pretending like everything's fine on the surface. And, um, I think what the people that I work with, you know, and, and myself and my own journey have found is like going into that sort of deep cocoon of healing and feeling like you're in this dark place um, where there's no, maybe you don't see the light yet can, can be a little bit confronting and a little bit scary, but what's on the other side of that is so powerful because you really step into your power and into your truth. Yeah. And, and I always, my husband and I have this saying, we like to say, Um, you know, like if you're having a bad day or negative feelings, just push them all down deep, deep into a dark well, it'll be fine. And then we just laugh. We think it's, (laughs) I always picture like the ring. Remember that movie where that, that girl was trapped in the well. I'm like, those are your feelings right there. (laughs) They're coming for you, whether you like it or not. Seven days, bitches. Oh my gosh, that is like such a good visual. And I'm like, I feel like I am never going to forget that. So I'm so glad you <laughs> shared that today. It's going to haunt me. No. <laughs> but but it is true. You know, it, your feelings are already there. And I feel like everybody feels like, oh, if I, if I address them, then, 
you know, it's, I'm somehow bringing them up and I'm, but they're already there just because you, you know, threw some dirt on it and tried to plant some flowers. It's, it's still underneath. Yes. Yes. And, um, and what's interesting about that as well is like the more that we resist them, the louder they get. Right. So when we do that, when we're pushing it down and pushing it down, trying to hide and run away, like it can start creeping up. And, and that's where we can also see some self-sabotage and stuff like that coming in because it's just like, this is too much. I'm trying not to feel it. I'm trying not to feel it. And then it goes like, knock, knock, still here. And now I'm louder and bigger and in your face. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And it, and it can be really, really scary. So I know for some of the people listening to this or watching the video that you're probably wondering a couple of things like number one, well, how am I supposed to even start to address these things? And number two, when people try to do this work, especially on their own, um, because I've had some clients come to me and talk about this before, um, and I've experienced some of this myself too. They're like, well, what if, what if I go to that place and I address those feelings like, and it makes me really sad and I, mm -hmm. and I start crying. I feel like I'm never going to stop crying. Mm, that's such a good question because I do think that there, there is a fear for a lot of people of like, if I go into it, will I ever get out? And, or will this be my new like state of being? And I think that's where having support and getting support can be really powerful, whether it's from a coach, somebody that's already walked that path, um, you know, a therapist or, you know, close friends, like you, you definitely need to have a support system as you're going through and doing this work because, um, trying to kind of be that one woman or one man island and do everything on your own, like may have you really feeling like I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Am I on the right path? Like, where is the path? I don't even see anything right now. Um, and it can feel really, really daunting and really scary. And I think for me, what was powerful in my journey is I did have a mentor. I did have a teacher that, that walked me through it and, and it helped. It just helped me feel like I wasn't alone and like I had that support. And so I, I'm grateful to be able to do that for people now. Yeah, it's, it's really so important. You know, I was a psychologist and I went to therapy for my whole life, basically. And then I started seeing coaches and healers and I've done that, you know, off and on since. I actually did a lot of emotional release just in the last year that was I don't want to say terrifying, but <laughs> like it was deep. It was deep. But the thing I think that helps me is always remembering that like, this is, this is a limited period of time that I'm experiencing this, this intensely. And I know that it's going to get better. I think you kind of have to go into it on that with that kind of thought process sometimes. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree with you. And I think the more that we can ride the wave of our emotions and know that, um, yes, we will, we may be down in kind of a, a valley, but, but that we'll get back up to that peak again. And so just, just knowing and being able to be with ourselves through anything, I think is a really powerful skill to learn. It, it helps us build that emotional resilience and, um, yeah. And then we know that we can be with ourselves through anything. Yeah. So it's, I, I always say, you know, this, this won't last, but then I found some Buddhist sayings that they're like, oh, and then also if you're happy, it won't last either. So I'm like, let's not go there. <laughs> we don't need that part of it. Thank you. <laughs> we'll just put that teaching to the side if we could. Thanks so much though. Yeah. I agree with the rest. <laughs> right. 
I'm like, it'll happen. I don't need to be forewarned about that. I get it, <laughs> but you are. And, and being, being a spiritual entrepreneur, I mean, being any kind of entrepreneur, it's like a roller coaster sometimes from one day to the next. You're like, yay, no, yay, no. <laughs> and not even sometimes one day to the next. It could be from the morning to the afternoon. It, it can be pretty crazy. Oh, 100%. And I've, I've even had to laugh at myself at times where it's like, I started out like a day and I'm like, yeah, I'm crushing it. This is so awesome. This and that. And then, I, and then by the end of the day, I'm like, is this even working? Does anyone like me? Will this ever, will this business ever work? Like, am I going to be broke and eating ramen noodles next year? You know, like you go through all of this and it's like, and that's just the reality of it. It's, that's also kind of the fun of it. Like, mm. I think the more that, you know, that I've kind of gotten into it, I'm just like, this is kind of a fun ride, man. And you know what, the more that I actually allow myself to have fun with it and play and experience, you know, some joy, even in the turmoil, even in all of the ups and downs and just know that like, you know what, would I, would I rather have this or would I rather be in something that was just crushing my soul because I don't love it? Um, I, I would take this and the ride all day. <laughs> yeah, I I tried I tried the day job thing for years and I was like, okay, so every day is a downer. Great. <laughs> <laughs> At least with the entrepreneurship, you get some great days too. <laughs> <laughs> nah, day jobs are great. Uh, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Tell us how you, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I, I always say the J-O-B, like it's not even a job. It's an acronym. I don't know what it stands for. It sucks, but you know, my, my husband has a, a great job and he says he likes it or whatever, but I don't understand. Eventually he says he's going to become a, a consultant, but you know, we need people who like jobs. That's great, but yes. that's not what we're here for. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> we don't have to, we don't have to understand that. So, so let's talk a little bit about how someone would get started in, in kind of figuring these things out or, or do you have any tips on little exercises that people could start with? Yes. Yes. I think, um, I think the big thing that I find for the people that I work with is many of them come to me very much disconnected from like their inner guidance and inner wisdom, because we're, we're really in a society and in a world that says, you know, get answers from the outside of you and, you know, um, seek authority figures or seek people to tell you what you should be doing. And the most powerful thing that I find is, is I help bring people back to their own inner truth and their own inner wisdom and how to tap into that. And what that will require typically is a bit of discomfort. And that means like, Un unplugging from constantly being on your phone and, you know, constantly being stimulated in terms of, you know, Netflix and TV and doing this and doing that. I think the first thing that I usually have people do is start to really get quiet with themselves and that can be uncomfortable. And there's, there's meditation that I'll have people do. And, and if, if we're in, if we're beginners, We'll just do a little baby steps. We'll baby step our way into it. But there's a lot of um, like journaling and self-reflection that I typically have people do um, in the beginning as well. And that can be as little as how am I feeling today? How is my body feeling today? And learning to tap into your feeling world, learning to connect to your body, 
what are the sensations, what are the things that are coming up, because a lot of what I'll find with people that I work with is that when they're, they're not tapped in, they, they don't know what their body's telling them. They yeah. don't know what they're feeling from moment to moment. They're like, what do you mean? What am I feeling? I don't, I don't know what I'm feeling. And it's really all the, all about coming back home to yourself, to being in your body, to being in your heart. And that's a process, right? It, it doesn't happen overnight, but it really starts with getting quiet and checking in with ourselves and making that a daily practice. Yeah. And I think it's really important, especially for, for spiritual people, like you have a body, yo, <laughs> don't forget, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yay. I'm so in my up there and spiritual. That's yeah. great. How are you going to bring it down here? Now, when you're talking about getting into your feelings and getting to your body, I actually had such a hard time with that. I went through mm -hmm. a very intensive kind of training that I developed, you know, for myself, mm -hmm. where every single day I had to sit and learn. And I had like little, little pictures of the faces and stuff. How are my feeling today? But I found one of the, the coolest parts was when I was able to figure out how I was feeling and then figure out where that was living in my body in yes. that moment. And I just think that's such a huge part. I know you teach people how to do that, but once people learn how to do that, then the work with you will open up in such a huge way. Like mm. it, you have to go through that first step. And then it's like this portal to this new dimension of amazingness that you're just like, wow, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to yes. spell that on the transcript. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. But you, you're so spot on and, um, and just making that connection with with the body. And then also what I found is engaging the, like the somatics as well. And so it's like, okay, I'm feeling this in my body. What are you feeling? I'm feeling, I'm feeling anger. I'm feeling like activated. I'm feeling this energy. Okay, great. What does it need to express? And how does it need to express? Do you need to punch the air? Do you need to scream into a pillow? Like what, what is it that you need to do and following that and following that guidance and without questioning it, without letting your mind step in and be like, that's weird. Why am I doing that? Um, following without, the guidance. Yeah. yeah. Without saying like, oh, I'm, I'm not allowed to be angry. Let me push that down yeah, again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that can be really, really scary and triggering for people, um, especially when they've told like, you're not allowed to express those things. Yes. 100%. 100%. And, and that that's really where, you know, creating that safe container and creating that safe space, um, whether it's, it's in a one-to-one -one with a client and then having that client be able to create that safety within themselves so that they can start to take that tool and use it to yes. say, you know what, I'm at home and this is what I'm feeling instead of, you know, I'm feeling upset and angry. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a bottle of wine and I'm going to chug it down. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do my anger release work and I'm going to be with it and sit with myself, even if it's uncomfortable. And we're really not taught, we're really not taught how to do that. We're really not male or female. Like you're really not taught or whatever the other genders are today. I don't, whatever, but you're really, I can't keep up. There's like 87 of them. Help me. Um, but I really 
think that everyone is is taught so much to sweep everything under the rug and you know one of my favorite authors I don't know why I keep bringing up like Buddhist stuff with you like are you into that or what is going on maybe I'm just like having a day but Thich Nhat Hanh one of my favorite authors yes. and he's always like you know look at your anger like a little baby you you wouldn't like hopefully throw the baby across the room or whatever and yeah you know like you're gonna sit with the baby and find out what the baby needs and why is it angry why is it sad why is it why is it fussing and I think when you can really transform you know what you're doing and and think of it like that it it is a lot different yes and that's that's so beautiful because the way that we treat ourselves is, is not like that. None of, I feel like so many of us do not treat ourselves like a little baby and saying, what do you need? And listening and really listening and being present to what's coming up. Instead, we're like, you should feel this way. You shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't that. And we should all over ourselves. And then it's like, we're not, we're not being present. We're not being a good parent to ourselves. And that's what, um, you know, is, is really the process of, of what I work with people on as well is like learning how to be that good inner parent to that child within. Yeah. So you do talk a lot about, um, well, maybe a lot, but about inner child work. And so can you tell us like uh, some tips or how someone might want to bring something in around that? Sure. Yeah. Um, so from an inner child perspective, I know, I know this can be a very, um, you know, for some people, a difficult concept or a difficult thing to, to sort of grasp because we're really, again, not, not taught much on connecting with ourselves, but we all have that inner child, childlike, sweet, innocent aspect within ourselves. Um, in order to connect with it, I found there's some really great inner child meditations out there that really walk you through uh, like a visualization of like meeting that child within you and you're imagining yourself, you know, at a, at a certain age, it can be the first age that pops up and making that connection and starting to open that dialogue and have that conversation. I really highly recommend that because that's, that's what really helped kind of open it up for me is, is listening to an inner child meditation and then starting to build that relationship. One thing that I do think is kind of fun that people can do is, is open up a dialogue. And, and one of the ways you can do that is, is actually journal using your dominant and then non-dominant hand. So your non-dominant hand can be your, your inner child. And right. It kind of writes back to you slow and in big, funny looking letters um, where you're just, you're just sitting with and being present to and talking to that, that part of yourself and just being like, Hey, little Heather, like, how are you feeling today, sweetheart? What do you need? And then allowing that part of you to, to respond. Um, so that's, that's, that's an exercise that, um, that, that I've done and that I'll, I'll do with myself. Now it's a little bit more of a, of a conversation where I can just kind of close my eyes, meet that little person and, and check in. But um, yeah, different things work for different people. Um, and I think uh, another great way of tapping into um, that connection with the inner child is actually finding something kind of fun and silly and playful to do. So um, just to incorporate more play into your life because that really does help you tap into that childlike self. Yeah, and I, I meet a lot of entrepreneurs. They're like, I, I hear that and I wanna to learn to play again, but I just don't even know how anymore. 
and mm-hmm. it's very it's heartbreaking you know it, it really it, is. it totally is and i i will say that i um I went to um, an inner child workshop um, where I was a participant and I really loved what they had us do is just get a big poster board and start drawing. And that could be doodles, that could be we're make, drawing people or flowers or puppies or whatever you wanna draw. And just that simple act of like getting markers, colored pencils and stickers and like making a fun design and picture, like that, that just like lit me up. It felt so fun and playful. And I'm like, I never let myself do that. I'm like, yeah. I need to be working. I need to be doing my taxes. I need to be doing this and this and it's very linear and so just even inviting some creativity um, can be a great way of accessing that part yeah I like to get some paint sometimes and and (gasps) do because it's so tactile like on my fingers and stuff but Mm -hmm. I find I always revert and even as a child is I have to do it by the number in the lines I'm just a very rigid you know formulated follow the rule rules kind of person and things like that you know other times I'm like oh let's just you know drive down the wrong side of the road or on the sidewalk whatever but (laughs) listen traffic in Seattle was bad and I had a tracker and it was the sidewalk size so I'm just saying once or twice anyway (laughs) so um I love it one of the things that I was thinking of is that what's really interesting to me is when I do find a lot of t- a lot of people who do have trouble getting in touch with their inner child, uh, I also find mm-hmm. whether you do or not is that the person who's really running your company is usually that inner child between like eight and 11 years old. And so oh. they're trying to do the work and they hate it like they hate it. And if you can tap into the inner child and like have a conversation with them and tell them, listen, you don't have to be the CEO anymore. Cause 99% of the time they're going to be like, you're going to be like, what do you want to do? And they're going to be like, play, I don't want to run the company. Right. But until you do that, like mine was like eat ham sandwiches and have grapes and color. I'm like, okay, great. So it's almost like then you can take back your power of making decisions from the place you're actually at now, instead of letting an inner child who's like eight years old, who doesn't know what they're doing and is just doing it out of fear and trying to protect you, run your freaking company. Mm, That is such a powerful insight. And I feel like so many people don't don't realize that that that's that's what they can be coming up against when they are trying new things when they're trying to take risks when they're trying to even set up a disciplined schedule like that rebellious inner child can be like screw this like i'm not doing this i'm going to do this boring stuff and really like really working with that that part of ourselves can be powerful because otherwise what we can end up with is we're getting stuck and feeling stuck and it feels like we're banging our head against a brick wall and we don't know why like we don't know what the reason is that things aren't flowing and then we get frustrated with ourselves and then we feel disempowered demotivated and then things don't get done right and it's it really can be coming back to what's going on within me? Who's that, who is that child that is like just stamping their feet and going like, no. Um, and, and then how do we work with them? Yeah. And, and I think it's really important too, because the more you don't address that and the more things don't work out in your business, 
the less confidence you have, especially over time, because you just, you just sit there and go, why was, why won't this work? Why, why am I stupid? You know? Oh, 100%. And that's, I think that's what happens to, especially to a lot of, um, you know, newer entrepreneurs where they're just kind of like, really looking for that validation or really looking for those wins. And then if, if it doesn't happen or it's not working right away, it's like, that can be a huge confidence jab. And then the self-doubt comes in. And then, you know, then you find yourself saying like, maybe I don't have what it takes to do this. Maybe I do need to go back to that nine to five, maybe, you know, all those thoughts that start to come in. So yeah, you know, confidence is a huge, um, a huge thing in this, in this space. It is. And especially when, you know, you guys are looking online at people and they're like, I made six figures in three days in my bikini at my pool. And I'm like, bitch, you did not. <laughs> like it's been 10 years. I've been watching you struggle for 10 years before you made any money. Shut up. Like y'all got to understand. Yeah. You got to understand the marketing standpoint of where everyone is coming from and the reality of business. I mean, it is hard. People don't like to say that but it's hard. <laughs> I, I am, that is so spot on. And I was just going to say, like, I, I know kind of when I was, when I was first starting out and I was like, why is everybody just like crushing it? And just like po posting about like, I made blah, blah, blah this month. And just being like, and, and I only worked like four hours this week. And I was like, am I doing something wrong? Like how, like, does my brain just not work like theirs does? And, you know, you really do have this like comparisonitis where you're just comparing with people and you're like, oh, well maybe I suck if it's so easy for everybody else. And it's, it's like, can we just be real? And I, I totally get, it's like a marketing thing and, and all of that, but I know I do like a major eye roll when I see that stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah. I like, I used to make, you know, 20, $24,000 a month. And I believed in working 24 hours a week. And, but it took me a long time to build my business up to that. And then I kind of trashed the whole thing and started over because I wanted to build it differently. So whatever, <laughs> but people have to be, you know, honest, at least about how long that it takes to get it and put systems in place and whether or not you have 30 people on a team running things behind the scenes for you. So if you're just starting out or you've been in business for a couple of years and you're watching this, like just understand that, that you see people's outside and not the what's really going on behind the scenes. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's I, one, I want to just acknowledge you and say that I appreciate, you know, you just putting that out there and just being real and just being, you know, open and honest with people, because I think like, these are the conversations that need to be had because otherwise I feel like people are just like, you know, that doubt comes up and then they're lacking that confidence and they're like, I don't know if I should go for this. And then the world is missing out on these beautiful ideas and these beautiful businesses that deserve to be out there. Frankly, it just, yeah. you know, takes some work. <laughs> yeah. And, and the people that you're going to, you were supposed to help that if you quit your business, where are they going to get the help that they need from somebody who's saying that they made a billion dollars working four hours this week? That's not going <laughs> to yeah. I'm going to apply for them. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be like, yes. no. Yes. So, 
So you have a great um, freebie. We're going to put the link to it around this page, but it's called 10 Steps to Go from Surviving to Thriving. Um, and it is, tell people why they need to go download it. It's awesome. Yes. That's, that's yes. my, that's yes. my take on it, but you, you tell the rest. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it's honestly, it's, it's really a great tool to use to help people because many of us are in survival, survival mode and especially entrepreneur, entrepreneurs, especially people that are just starting out burnout is a huge problem and trying to do so many things, trying to keep the boat afloat, trying to um, get a million miles ahead. Um, the problem with that is that if you burn out, then you're, you're no good to anyone, to yourself, to anything. And, and that's just being, you know, just being real. It's like, you've got to fill your vessel. You've got to take care of yourself. You need to prioritize, you know, your, your needs and, and taking care of yourself so that you can serve at a, at a higher level. And so what this ebook really does is just walk you through step-by-step step some things and areas in your life to focus on to really help you succeed. So it's like really looking at your life, what's not working, what's dr being a drain on your time, what's being a drain on your energy. If you're, if your environment is cluttered and it's, it's weighing you down. <laughs> and stop it's attacking me. <laughs> Drawing the line at clutter right there. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, be and because many people don't realize like the things that can be zapping your energy. And so um, why this is important is it's going to get you really clear on looking at your life, looking at the areas that aren't working and what are some, some tools and strategies that you can use right away, like action steps you can take right away to help free up some of your time so that you're not in survival burnout mode. Yeah. And it's really good to take a, a, a really honest look at where you're at. You know, I, people have a hard time, I think, with a, a lot of the messages, especially on the internet these days, about any time you feel bad about where you are, what your life looks like, or like, if I look over there and there's like all this shit, I'm like, that's my chaos corner. That's fine. But... <laughs> I have a chaos corner, you guys. <laughs> but, you know, they automatically start to feel bad because they start judging that that's bad and that there's something wrong with them. So we've got to get past this idea that anytime you find something that's not where you want it to be in your life, that somehow that makes you a horrible person. I, I don't know how things got connected so deeply to that conclusion so fast, but I don't like it. <laughs> No, absolutely. You're, you're spot on because then you know what happens when we start to judge it and label it and it becomes this like bad thing, then we avoid it and then we don't address it. And then it, it starts to build up bigger and bigger and bigger until we can't avoid it anymore. And so really that's where that self-compassion, radical self-acceptance comes in to say, you know what, like, it's okay that it's not perfect. It's okay that this area of my life is not where I want it to be. Let's just take a patient, compassionate look at it and, and be okay with getting real with yourself. But so many of us can't because we've got that really loud inner judge, inner critic going like, oh, you are a hot mess. And, yes. um, and it's not true. It's just not true. I, I don't know. I posted on Facebook last week that I am a hot mess and I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yes. 
And I think too, that people, it's kind of the same way as the emotions. Like you think that if you identify the problem and then you don't fix it within 24 hours, then, you know, it, it just becomes like this overwhelming thing. So if you are interested in learning how to go through it in steps and not make it so overwhelming where you can take those little steps that are actually going to get you to where you need to be. You can check out Heather's site at heatherarness.com. You can also find her over on Instagram at heatherarness, um, instagram.com slash, is it Heather Ernest or Heather Ernest coaching? Which one is it on Instagram? Heather.Ernest. Uh, you got it. You there got we it. go. You and, got it. And you can find her on Facebook too. Or of course, if you're over at spiritualbadass.com, info slash podcast, you click on her picture. It says Heather Ernest underneath it. Then you will find all of the links um, to all of the different places where you can hook up with her and also get her 10 steps to go from surviving to thriving. Um, I want to say workbook, but free guide. <laughs> I like workbooks. Sometimes people are like, I don't want a workbook. I want a playbook. And I'm like, it's the same thing. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so any last tips or anything you want to let everyone know before we go today, Heather? You know what? I, I just want to say I've had a blast talking to you today and your laugh is so infectious and you're just bright and amazing. And so I just want to say thank you so much for having me on, for having this chat today. You're such a real authentic person and it makes this so much easier and so much fun. And um, yeah, in terms of what I would, what I would say is guys, just be loving and compassionate with yourself. Be patient. Um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and neither is your business. And so just, you know, be patient and just keep, just keep going. The world needs you. And, and be honest with yourself. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I <gonna> throw that in. <laughs> It's been so great to have you here for another episode of the Spiritual Badass Podcast. I would love to hear how this episode spoke to you and any feedback you have or just what came up for you. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and check out the website for more tips and trainings at www.amethystmahoney.com. If you enjoyed this podcast today, be sure to leave a review and share it with one of your badass friends who wants to create an amazing multiple six-figure business that they love. And remember, get clients, kick ass, and repeat.